0: Or presents the Venture Brothers and the Curse of the Haunted Problem.
1: This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And we've been around.
0: Neither lost nor found. There's only been like a week. Can't get lost in a week or found in a week.
1: Uh, but the important thing is that we've been around, uh, yeah. And, uh, and we were there on the famous movie night.
0: We were.
1: Uh, And welcome to season seven.
0: Welcome to season seven. So quickly we arrived. It feels like.
1: We are rapidly running out of time. We are sitting in an hourglass that is running out. Like we're on the cover (laughs) of a, a bad news week. Uh, I think a shitty newsweek photoshop from 1998 <laughs> um this episode uh written by jackson public originally aired august 5th 2018 that's fucking crazy uh-huh uh the idea that we're now into contemporary venture brothers mm-hmm. that like came out not to like what feels like not very long ago yeah is, is absolutely nuts to me quite strange like, also crazy yeah. uh 2018 four years ago yeah
0: it's speeding yeah, up speeding up and getting worse because <laughs> you get old
1: it's, i don't think it's just i don't think it's happening at time i think it happens as you get older yeah. you know yeah it's a uh, uh it, gets, it speeds up and your brain is not meant to hold it all nope like i i i uh like had one of those absolutely wild moments where you remember like a whole period of your life uh-huh you hadn't thought about in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, that house where this happened and this happened uh-huh. and I knew this person and I did this and I did it. And it was like this whole folder. Yeah. You know, uh, that I was just like, boy, I hadn't thought about those couple of years. And I just I, I have effectively forgotten those. Just a just a lost chapter. Yep. Uh And 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 lost chapters, I think that we're going to keep getting like more and more packet loss and and fragmentation as we get older. Mm-hmm. Man, our brains. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know? uh You live so many lives uh, mm. as a person uh yeah uh, this is uh this is the first episode that ha- uh was directed by titmouse's Juno lee right uh, so uh in the last season, uh Jackson talked a lot about how hard it was to mm-hmm. direct everything, so now uh it's nice now he's he's getting a break,
0: yeah he's able uh, to yeah. hand over the reins. Um, and focus on writing, which you can you know like both character design and writing kind of seem
1: to be the thing that he most enjoys doing, not handling the yeah. logistics stuff, like he's good at it, yeah, but I was very sympathetic to it, like I like how he directs things, mm-hmm. but him talking about how he never really likes it yeah is was very I was very sympathetic, like the disconnect between being good at something and liking something yeah is is very real, extremely relatable, um, yeah. Uh, I'm very glad that they have uh, people. So this season, uh directors we're going to end up having uh Juno Lee as well as Barry Kelly. Yes. Throughout the season kind of uh sharing the sharing the load. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. Um and this first stretch of the season is
0: pretty weird actually. Uh it is the uh it's called the Morphic Trilogy, that's how they refer to it. Uh and it uh was meant to be the conclusion to season 6. Uh, kind of uh, wraps up the Blue Morpho trilogy, um, and honestly, like ties together a whole bunch of lore stuff in probably what
1: I would consider to be really successful retconning. It, like very successful retconning, kind of functions as a climax of the show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which they've had multiple ones of those, and it does incredibly weird things to the shape of the season because you end up with these first three episodes that are incredibly important mm-hmm. and and really good. And then there are good episodes for the rest of the season, but we're just kind of... It's, it's been know? like...
0: It, they're, 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 they act like it's possible to go back to business as usual, knowing what we know.
1: Yes. <laughs> it, it starts do, They start doing kind of time-killing filler episodes mm-hmm. after this, whereas this would make a lot of sense for a huge sea change. And you can kind of see what they're doing is that this is there's a new status quo with the things that change with this. And then with the changes at the end of the season Mm -hmm. with, with the Monarch and Dr. Venture realizing they're uh, related and that's seated in these episodes. Um, And it's been seated before, of course, but I mean, it's alluded to, right? Like it's back in the four, you can almost see how the idea was that for season eight, it was going to be another switch up. Yeah. You know, and they just wanted to, to roll up to it. Uh, the fact that they couldn't end season six with this means Mm -hmm. that season seven kind of can just get a couple things in place. Like it, it can't do a whole lot, No, you know, until the end, they didn't want to immediately go into another long running mythology arc, Right, (laughs) you know, with kind of how the season ends. So it's very interesting. Uh, Mm -hmm. the season ends up being, uh, really forgettable to me in terms of individual episodes, Mm -hmm. you know, like before, uh, I, I rewatched it for this uh, recording session. If you had just put a gun to my head and said, well, like, Hey, what episodes the Oracle affair? <laughs> like I would just die. I would, I would take the bullet out of the gun yeah. and then like just slowly slide it into me. <laughs> um, it's, you know, open wide. Like, I I don't know because yeah. the, the titles don't mean anything and the season doesn't have a real memorable identity outside of these first three episodes. Yeah. It's and bizarre. like
0: there the, there are good the, like there are good episodes and good story beats like there's cool stuff that happens like I love all the teleporter oh, yeah. stuff in uh, the unicorn Cap- captivity and stuff it's just such I, an, it's, I like a, that episode it's a, a lot in general I think the episodes a, really good it's really lopsided yeah. this whole season it makes it weird to talk about
1: yeah yeah. Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be strange I mm-hmm. uh, talk about. And I'm, I'm so happy that they're at least being able to do a movie because yeah. if it just ended like this, this would be a bummer.
0: It's really weird listening to the commentary and hearing them talk as usual. Like, oh, yeah, we're planning this for season five. Oh, this might come back. Like they're alluding to it at the point where they were recording the commentaries for this. It was a couple of years before they canceled it.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah well they got they got blindsided by it yes you know they, they did not expect it so yeah it's uh it is kind of a tragedy mm. in the end that hopefully has an happy ending depending on how good that movie is hopefully um, um if it gets a metacritic score of 85 <laughs> or higher i will give them their bonus yeah <laughs> uh, the, uh, this deals this first episode deals with a uh, haunting an apparent haunting at the Ventec tower yeah um, and to fight the haunting, they bring back in the Order of the Triad, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, a lot of people, including us, were clamoring for during yeah. season six.
0: I, I, uh, I can't just have boys. Steven Rattazani just
1: voicing all the Italians. Yes. <laughs> the um, uh, I have him do both. Yeah. <laughs> He can be both italian and magic. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> like as, as for sure with modern my technology. little pony italians are magic.
0: Um, <laughs> with, with modern technology it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good. It's good to get Jefferson back. It's good to get uh good to get Al back. Um uh, just kind of in the
1: picture. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh it we mentioned this is a trilogy. Mhm. Yeah. Uh this is the first part. Right.
0: So it's 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 structured very strangely uh this episode and the next episode take place concurrently uh this one focuses this one focuses on uh the ventures next one focuses on the monarchs uh, side of things and then the third uh ties it up with a dream sequence mostly
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah which is funny and then also just actually deals with the fallout of the thing that happens yes at the end like the it's like it needed two and a half episodes Mm -hmm. you know as opposed to three but you need to have that overlap yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So good, good on them for for knowing that they needed more space. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're off book. So uh, we've talked about the entire time we've done the show that the commentaries border on useless. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, there's something interesting there, but most of the time, it's like Doc Hammer talking about pissing himself in weird places. Yeah. So the uh, the book was where a lot of the real insight went, and the book only goes up through season six. Yeah. Um, so it's it's gonna. It's not a, a research failure. It's a places to research yeah. failure. Like, I spent some time this morning uh, looking online, like, message boards and stuff. Like, trying to find similar content mm-hmm. to the book to see if the the boys had talked about it. Uh, and they kind of haven't very much. No. Like, you know, the, the wikis and the fan sources also kind of dry up mm-hmm. around then. And I think uh, I personally blame that on the huge gulf between seasons. Oh, yeah. Like, when Venture Brothers Season 7 happened, I was also, like... You know, every season after, like, season four, when they come back, it's like, oh, this is still a thing? You oh, yeah. Like the, huh. Oh, yeah. Venture Brothers is back. Yeah. I'll watch you know? all that and, when, it, uh,
0: when it's all out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, they kind of, I think they lost some momentum mm-hmm. there.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, but in the commentaries, like, they talk about uh, uh, people's reaction to the trilogy, saying, like, oh, when people saw this, they expected that the entire season was going to be these super connected things. Kind of like how season six went to its new structure. Uh, with mm-hmm. the villain of the week uh, combined with the ongoing Blue Morpho kind of story, uh, oh, this mm-hmm. is a new stylistic thing. And then when they went back to an episodic, non-serialized kind of uh, k- 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 kind of deal, that's when people were like, "Oh, huh? Okay, so this is weird."
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it does feel weird. They were right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, the, um, the you know uh, again, not necessarily bad, just weird.
0: Yeah the the only the only other like big detail that i that I gleaned from this so this season focuses more on hank and serena to 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 mm-hmm. a certain degree we get a little bit we get a little bit more of that um apparently the, the the actors for serena and Rocco uh her bodyguard uh they loved to improvise with each other just because that's a fun relationship to you know to go just where serena's voice actress can uh you know just lay into them and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like they would do what was written and then just improvise a whole bunch more and they ended up having to like throw in maybe like one or two things from it and then cut the rest. So I think that there's deleted scene stuff that includes more of that.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Looking forward to to that mm-hmm. when we do the uh the wrap up yeah before the movie. Um excited. Let's uh let's get into it. Let's do let's get into the heavy heavy lore implications are back in lore mode. <laughs> <laughs> uh starting off with this cold open. It's two years ago, Middle East. Uh, we get to see JJ again. Always nice to see JJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the crashed remains of Gargantua 1. And uh, Swifty and, uh, is there, uh, who we both called Shifty and Speedy. Did we? I Yeah, I called him Shifty, and you corrected me as Speedy. Oh. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's Speedy. Uh, <laughs> Speedy is the henchman who dies in... Uh, in the beginning speedy Swiftie, is. which is kind of like a, a fast version of somebody who's shifty i guess <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, so in a but, way we are both right you know yeah we're both right and wrong it's <laughs> swifty so just uh, uh i think shout out to i think uh fat mox on the slack thank you fat mox. corrected me yeah but yeah. correct us about that if it was someone else i apologize for not crediting you uh somebody <laughs> pointed out our, our blunder
0: yes so. uh so, so speedy sounds more like a uh sounds more like a boxer name to me but if that if that real estate was already squatted upon
1: it was already taken by More the speedy. weird, pimply little henchman who's, yeah. You
0: know. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest oh. in peace, Speedy. <laughs> but uh, Swifty is real uneasy. And uh, Hector, uh, uh, he thinks that this is because of, has something to do with the demon statue that's right there. Uh, you know, Mm -hmm. and this legend of a cursed temple, you know, and, but JJ, he's not, he's not in this show. It's got nothing to do with, with Johnny Quest. He says, no, you know, we're men of science. We don't have these superstitions. Uh, but some creepy stuff is going on down, down there in the wreckage. He goes down and this uh, crashed space station is carpeted with dead scorpions.
1: Yeah. Uh, Which is, uh, those are load bearing scorpions. We know how they died. (laughs) In the commentary, uh,
0: they talk about, like, oh, they how they don't feel like, you know, they, like they said some of this succeeded as horror, but, like, not all of it because horror is really hard to do in cartoons. I don't know. I think that this, it's not necessarily scary, but it's really cool horror stuff. It's not a place that they spay. It's not a place that they, that they play in um,
1: uh, very often, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's interesting to see them do it. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. And the concept of what this is, is spooky. Yes. And good. Um, You know, what the, what he finds past this carpet of dead scorpions uh, is the problem light. (laughs) Uh, We all remember this from careers in science. Um, You know, we got, we see that the classic font. Uh, He's like, I know exactly where to put this. And we cut over to the, uh, the venture building where hatred as a tour guide is giving his tour spiel about the problem to a group of boy scouts. Yeah. And
0: big ups to hatred for uh, finally getting that monkey off of his back.
1: Yeah. 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 He, uh, he seems, uh he seems really well adjusted at the beginning of the season. He does. <laughs> uh he, uh <laughs> The group walks away. Uh, I love it whenever, uh, they have to have a group of just kids, like mm-hmm. boys in this. They always have like really star New York accents for some reason. <laughs> Every single one of them's a fucking newsy. Yeah,
0: like, not, uh, <laughs> just, 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 just roll up and we need some Bowery boys. <laughs> I'm yeah, a, yeah. hey, I Teach.
1: <laughs> uh, we're looking, looking for kids who don't know how to say mister, but instead say mister, <laughs> you know, uh, the group walks away. Um, and, uh, there's a, I think that he steps on the cockroach, but a cockroach dies. Yeah. Uh, here in front of the the problem light. And you think that's nothing. Like, this is also kind of good horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, another cockroach walks up to it, you know, and it's like, what what's happening here? Until like a, a little tube pops out of the, uh, the u- problem unit mm-hmm. and sucks up the, and that's where we get our dun, 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 uh, thing. Very good yeah Uh, i love this little morning cockroach like running up and just like no (laughs) no you had two days to retirement yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) he had a nice little cottage under the fridge yeah poor little bubba ah uh so cut to it's nighttime midnight uh rusty is sleeping soundly until his alarm goes off and a holographic jj you know wakes him up saying good morning me um but it, yeah, it's yeah way early
1: the, the, it says it's 7 a.m yeah uh but it's clearly not mm-hmm.
0: um and no matter how many times rusty tries to turn it off it keeps turning back on
1: yes and they keep and it keeps playing uh snippets the computer keeps playing snippets of street life <laughs> uh <"There's nothing> around. <laughs> which is a, a really like that turns into a song it does uh eventually but it takes a while uh-huh. uh you know it's like oh this surely can't like they probably just took a weird part of the song no it begins with her just going around <laughs> for, for like in the Moanoink voice for a long time <laughs> until instruments start and it becomes a song yeah uh it's
0: uh <laughs> it's real strange uh how how they
1: uh how that song goes because like i know that song that song's for montages yeah i i never heard it before oh uh far be it from me to not respect the work of music supervisor snuff garrett uh <laughs> i kid you not is the music supervisor for sharky's machine
0: <laughs> how dare you he's a legend
1: he's a legend no, so, in music like, supervision i got it i love running into a tim and eric name in the wild <laughs> snuff Sn- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, cartoon pig like wait, wait, what the fuck man oh my Uh, god i didn't i didn't know street life though
0: (laughs) it's it's just one of those songs that you hear in uh that you hear in montages somebody feeling sexy at nighttime you know yeah
1: yeah when they hang around
0: uh and Uh, are neither uh, lost nor found lost nor
1: found other things are happening as well Mm -hmm. haunty things
0: yeah dean's uh tv screen is flashing images of what appears to be an eye uh showing images of the desert and the scorpions and stuff like that brock wakes up and his room is a cold spot like his his windows are icing (laughs) over i love just brock being low-key terrified throughout this entire thing
1: brock brock being like they even say it later like it's brock scared no no (laughs) it's 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 it's,
0: scary brock spooky
1: scary brock spooky (laughs) oh very good uh i love uh rusty you know so the tv in rusty's room turns into the rusty venture cartoon he keeps turning it off uh until his jj alarm comes on again except for the the simulation the hologram is huge (laughs) (laughs) the like giant baby that just appears over him, (laughs) telling him it's time for good to wake up
0: good morning Uh, me
1: yeah yeah. and he he, he falls into
0: trips into the uh into
1: the panic room. Yeah. Uh Brock is trying to adjust the thermostat thermostat, but a ghostly arm reaches out of it. Um he runs uh my, one of my favorite jokes in the thing, he runs to the elevator, he sees helper. Uh and he's like, oh helper, thank God. Uh did you get spooked too? And helper opens his mouth to talk, but just a bunch of rats come out <laughs> of his mouth. It's <laughs> just a waterfall
0: of rats.
1: <laughs> it's really good.
0: <laughs> like it's funny, but also it's super creepy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's it's good. It's it's very uh, you know you're right in that it's just not a zone that Venture Brothers fucks around with. Yeah, you know horror tropes.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of horror tropes, you get the creepy backward writing uh, in the mirror. Dean gets this horrible stomach pain. It's uh, a remnant of the uh, of the of the robot water, um, and he kind of lifts up his pajama shirt to see that the word problem is written backwards in his skin, just kind of like yes. with little indentations. Uh, and he throws up in the in the sink, but is startled when a smart mirror starts playing the desert video to him again.
1: Yeah. And this is the desert from the cold open. Yes. Just in case we, we didn't connect those dots. Everyone runs to the panic room, including Brock. And Brock wonders where Hank is. He's the only one who's not accounted for. Uh, he's over at Serena's premature ejaculating. Uh, apparently, he's been premature ejaculating for months. <laughs> uh, and Serena, patience of a saint. Yeah. You know? Uh, she's like, Oh, I almost got your shirt off that time. Like this girl just not get anything. No, no attention from, from, it's not very Hank of Hank. No, do not care. Take care of Serena's needs before coming in his pants. Yeah. And like, it's just the implications that's constantly happening. Like he has his pants on, he's coming in his pants, nonstop wetting his pants. Yeah. With <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, It's not normal. It's not normal wet. No, no, this uh, is, this is a thicker yeah. kind of wet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it makes, you know, as a kid, like you, you, uh, like you, you're horny all the time. So you, you, you know, you do your real hair trigger, but you can also just go again immediately. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, in real life, this wouldn't be a problem. No. Uh, I, I felt like uh, there's a weird way where I felt like, uh, if this scene specifically had been written by doc hammer, it would have felt more well observed. Yeah. You know, like they're like, uh, I don't, I don't know why. You I know. just felt like this was just like, Oh, this isn't really how teenage <laughs> fumbling goes. Yup.
0: Oh gosh. Uh, but like, she's super supportive and he's sharing strategies. Like, Oh, that time I tried thinking of walking dead zombies. Uh, but then Michonne showed up
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just head in the game, Hank. Yeah. Uh, Ro- Rocco pounds on the door. Uh, so Hank jumps out the window to leave onto his hover car, uh, and, uh, gives Serena a kiss. Serena chews out Rocco, saying she's trying to do a yoga. <laughs> uh, you know, he's in your Victoria's Secret bra, uh, <laughs> and it, he finds her uh, Hank's hat. Yes. that he left on the his pizza delivery hat on the bed, mm-hmm. cluing him in.
0: Yeah, so things are going on that shouldn't be, and there's going to be a lockdown put into place. Uh, it's yeah. the, it's the next morning. They're at the breakfast table. Uh, Brock is pouring himself coffee, but his hands are shaking because is, you know, just, he just been just terrified. He's been awake all night. Uh, and says, yeah. Hey, we need to call Dr. Orpheus. This is getting
1: worse than it's happened every night this week. Like, well, I think, the... I think Dean, I mean, not that it matters that much. I think Dean says it and then Brock just backs him up Yeah, because it gives, uh, gives doc an opportunity to, to shut down Dean.
0: Oh, I think they both do it. Yeah
1: yeah <laughs> the, the, we we get the we get the excellent eat a bacon dean um yeah <laughs> uh,
0: just eat a bacon uh, well D- dean was talking about his about his stomach being upset right he's like oh that's residual yeah. nanobots or you know maybe your body's rejecting this vegetarianism thing
1: yeah eat a bacon just, just one bacon <laughs> dean. uh it's just do it funny. for your pop pop. yeah uh, uh <laughs> dean thinks jj's ghost is haunting them uh because jj appeared to rusty and he's just like no that's my talking alarm clock like by your logic clippy the paperclip haunts me every time i try to write a letter uh, which is
0: great that's <laughs> Very what happens good. do we need to do we need to explain clippy the paperclip to people
1: i don't think so clippy is a real meme now oh yeah true like okay. he, he is old-timey but like clippy never really went away in many ways <laughs> <laughs> okay <So. laughs>
0: i will trust your judgment
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh uh, man
0: Uh, But Rusty remains ever the skeptic about this. He's got a scientific explanation. Basically, this entire house is wired up for IoT, you know, just Mm -hmm. uh, every single part of it. Holographic projectors, all the lighting, all of the thermostat. Uh, It's all it's it's all Internet connected. So it's got to be something with our I.T. We got to go talk to our I.T. guy. Uh, And he blames Pete for upgrading everything and breaking it. Uh, But of course, it's his fault. He needed to install a uh, flash plug in to watch a cat video.
1: Yeah, which was hilarious of course uh you know pete checks out the code uh that's happening here down in the basement with billy uh and he's baffled because he it's like a the, you know the computer speaking in tongues mm-hmm. uh he says it's this patois of different languages so there's like you know basic and mm-hmm. and, and c and and all this stuff pretty uh, neat
0: it's like the b- basic fortran and Cobol, specifically like really old languages
1: yes yeah uh the screen flickers and then street life plays uh, i got around <laughs> uh, and he immediately as a college dj knows that uh, this is on the sharky's machine soundtrack uh, and that it, he's like but that isn't on your musical library uh, list <laughs> that's played uh,
0: like a and the call was coming from inside the house
1: <laughs> it's very good uh, and then he yo know, he's like i'll i'll take care of this you <laughs> to use the patented pink pilgrim cyber snooper usb dongle mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's branded hmm It's a little pink pilgrim USB yeah, it's, dongle. It's got a little buckle on it. <laughs> yeah. A little bit yeah, of made. <laughs> oh.
0: Cutie. And he play and he plugs it in, and a lot of fun is made of how, you know, hacking is always made to seem more dramatic in movies. Uh, but like, you know, yeah. you get the music saying, like, okay, here it is. And then it's just a big loading screen. I'm like, yeah, actually it takes a while.
1: Do you want to go get a drink? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um the uh so Hank comes in for work. Uh, and finds his boss waiting for him. His boss has a black eye, uh, and he's holding Hank's delivery t- cap, uh, and he starts, you know, laying into Hank, uh, Hank thinks it's about the hat, uh, freaking the hat, but it's not, you know, no. you know I can work no more. My name would be on the door, but Vicencio is not the boss. Yeah. Uh, And the camera pans over to sea lice uh, guys menacingly breaking breadsticks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those shitty Italian breadsticks that are just like long cracker. (laughs) Uh,
0: It's really good. I thought it was a biscotti or something like that. Nothing. Your breadstick
1: shouldn't snap. I'm sorry. That is 100% a type of breadstick. Is it now? Uh, I've never had it. Yeah, they suck. Like it's a big Italian restaurant thing. They're like these tubes of real floury kind of uh crack you know cracker like real crispy bread Hmm. Uh, and they're they're long and they blow it's like a bad drumstick yeah uh that you can't use to drum and said uh that you can't really dip them anything because they're not soft enough to absorb they
0: don't absorb anything yeah no
1: they're really bland like they're worse worst breadsticks
0: not a lot of really good italian restaurants out in uh here in ohio so i've never been to one that would (laughs) Mm -hmm. have this yeah. The
1: Mansfield Italian restaurant scene isn't authenticio.
0: It's not authenticio. Like there's lots of good like um like American Italian. Like there's a good great place near where I where I grew up called Papa's Gondola. Um that okay. has really good uh <laughs> that has really good like yeah, American Italian. Italian. Yeah. But it just it, it's an institution. It's been it's been there forever. Uh but they make like subs and lasagna and stuff. It's not like Italian Italian kind of things. So Yeah. yeah.
1: It's not like you go in and get the the checkered tablecloth and the breadsticks and the yeah. oil.
0: They've got a salad bar like
1: yeah, 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 exactly. It's it's salad bar Italian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh not you get a kiss when you come in Italian.
0: Yeah, it is the the, yeah. the 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 breadsticks uh unless they are perfectly fresh, uh they are kind of floppy, uh really greasy mm-hmm. and uh incredibly salty uh because of the garlic kind of soaking into one side of it and they're delicious.
1: Oh yeah, it, it's the the Olive Garden method. Yep, or breadsticks. The Fazoli's like, method. Salt, salt, salt. Oh, so salt. much salt. <laughs> yeah, uh, those things are fucking legit. Like I could eat those, you know, all the time, and it's because of salt. Yes, because salt. Uh, there's that Simpsons good. joke where she's like the secret ingredient is salt. Mm-hmm. No joke. Yeah, like that is the secret ingredient. It makes food awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah, it turns out salt and cooked onion are the things that make uh things that make food taste good.
1: Yes. Yeah. And if you don't have cooked onion, you can throw some like, uh, MSG or something on there mm-hmm. sometimes. More or less gives you the same effect. Uh, he goes to, to leave. He's all sad. Uh, Vincenzo, uh, comes out. Uh, this is from the Godfather. Yeah. You know, uh, gives him this heart shaped pizza, which he attempts to, to reject and then takes it cause it's sweet. Uh, and he goes back to his hover car, which has been racked up Yeah, and, uh, stay away from Serena as, as painted on the windshield.
0: Yeah, so, so he's he's, he's being getting a message, being boxed out by the family. Yep, you know. So he goes goes back home and he's all upset and hatred. You know, notices this right away and asks, "Hey, what's going on?" This is when Hank admits, "Like, oh yeah, I've been, uh, you know, I've been I've been dating White daughter." Um, and hatred is real impressed. Like, oh, you got some Romeo and Juliet kind of things happening. They've been wanting to have they they wanted to fit this speech in sometime in two thousand in the season six rather mm-hmm. um but they could never fit it in they had been intending to do this for a while this little bit of um backstory for hatred and princess tiny feet so princess tiny feet he proposed to her but her dad was a hero i forget I forget yeah, chief his justice name. chief justice so i marched right up <laughs> to his titanium teepee
1: <laughs> <laughs> and asked him and he did he say yes no he shot me and i <laughs> shot him right back um yeah. This answers a question that we had on the podcast and cause I'd only seen season season seven once I would forgotten, mm-hmm. but I remember when we were like, what is princess tiny feet? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, is she a princess? Is she a hero? She's a villain. Uh, mm-hmm. She's just in the life. Yeah. You know, she wasn't active as a crime fighter. She was just the daughter of a crime fighter. So she ended up being this, you know, bizarre character. Yeah. Just, uh, just, without just actually having like, to be active in it.
0: Yeah. And just like, just was born into it and never was able to get out. So it's like scientology mm-hmm.
1: yeah. uh Orpheus shows up before the triad <laughs> shows up uh he comes up in into the uh the roof near where the uh the pool is mm mm-hmm. And floats in. And there's a little bit of business here. Uh, they ask where the rest of the triad are. And he, he talks about them getting stuck in traffic because something about moving the show to New York makes the boys think transit and traffic is the funniest thing in the world. I am stuck in your uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt in bumper upon bumper traffic. <laughs> yeah, very. Uh, and, I, you know, Doc's being a huge asshole. Oh yeah. uh, to Orpheus. Uh, they've been the Triad has been staying in this like motel. <laughs> <laughs> that shit the, the out on I twenty five. Sad. Um, you know. oh, uh, man. The rest of the Triad show up as well. Yeah. They had to pull his physical form out of the back. Uh, Al comes out and says Stevie Wonder lyrics from In the City. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very cute.
0: Yes. Oh, just how exciting is it to finally get back to civilization for Al? You know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. He's hmm. kind of like a, a, a more like a more rural shore leave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh
0: so um, uh up on the roof, Hank is spying on Wide Whale. He's like watching down the sniper scope and he's got the directional microphone. He's hearing uh Serena yelling at her dad. Uh her window has been welded shut. They they kind of have pieced together what's going on. This all the hover car.
1: Yeah. Uh he's she's freaking out because she thinks it's just about Hank. Uh, you know, and he's like you know, he's not part of the family. Uh, she Oh, do you want me to date my cousin? Have a bunch of flip babies. <laughs> uh, and he eventually says, it's not because of Hank. It's because of the blue morpho. Mm-hmm. Like this is for your safety. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I love, uh, Hank setting up, uh, Hank there and Brock setting up to camp out on the deck outside of the house. And Brock's <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Cause he's got a sniper rifle. <laughs> and Hank takes the entire sniper rifle, puts it behind his back. Says <laughs> nothing. What are you doing?
0: nothing, nothing. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> setting up just... a setting up a tent yeah.
1: and
0: it's <laughs> too scary for
1: bedroom yeah
0: <laughs> don't want to be indoors <laughs> <laughs> um dean's inside he's talking to or if a spirit form because his body's still downstairs I mean, you know explaining like hey this is this is pretty bad you know brock won't even sleep in his room that's how serious it is it's scary brock spooky,
1: uh, yeah, God, spooky is I,
0: love, I love it when classic dean comes out
1: <laughs> i miss dean yeah. The season gets so little Dean. He's mm-hmm. going to disappear after episode three, basically, except for mm-hmm. one like awesome scene with him and his teacher. Yeah. When he meets Serena, like I want way more Dean. Same. Uh, I miss Dean. Um, you know, Rusty is like, Oh great. You called in Orpheus. Uh, and Dean, you know, this is like a nice moment for Dean just kind of doing something behind his dad's back. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, I, I had to, you just kept mansplaining this away. <laughs> uh, I like the idea of Dean just learning that word <laughs> yeah, and misusing it. Yep you know uh, <laughs>
0: and, then, and then and then rusty kind of doing it again by saying i wasn't mansplaining i was science splaining
1: <laughs> what rusty's right it's not mansplaining means yeah. a sexist construct true yeah. for a thing like you don't <laughs> two men don't mansplain to each other that's they about. just yeah you know they do another explain i i've mm-hmm. had such a hard time finding the right word for that that's hard uh, isn't and, it? condescending yeah. it's just you <laughs> Condescending is, is what's ha- that's why it's bothersome. Yeah, I just use splaining as a suffix. Mm, yeah, so like somebody will like nerd splain to me. Yes, you know, and it's like there's no it's not as important as mansplaining because there's mm-hmm. no element of sexism. It's yeah, you know, it's not bigotry, it's just kind of being a douche. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know, and no. splaining is a useful uh, it is a useful suff- suffix regardless.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, it, it not quite problematic. Mm-hmm. But still bad, yeah, still not something you want to
0: do. uh but this is where or- Orpheus apologizes. you know, it took him forever to get over here. They've been staying at the Rancho Feo Motor Hotel um man, not a motor hotel. Don't do that
1: Ra- Rancho Rancho feo Rancho <laughs> uh, the uh this is also where Jefferson reveals that uh the name of his car is the blood vessel.
0: I love the blood vessel.
1: I love the blood vessel and and being in New York is making his blood eye go fucking nuts. And this uh-huh. really made me want jefferson like a jefferson episode Mm -hmm. because we haven't really gotten blackulas no as a thing we just had a couple scenes where he's hunting blackulas but like i bet you would do a real fun episode with a blackula nest in new york Mm -hmm. with jefferson
0: yeah do a full-on
1: to write that for race reasons but like (laughs) i don't know i think you could you could they could pull it off and it'd be fun
0: do a full-on blade uh kind of deal yeah but blackula hunting is always something that he has pulled away from as if it is not important work but like man (laughs) Yep, yeah, Vampire's it's another about. show
1: <laughs> we're, we're not watching
0: uh so back down in the lab pete is typing and just typing and billy remarks again mm. hey this is not as uh, exciting as the as as things make it look as the movies make it look um and the screen glitches out and the usb cyber snooper uh shoots out of the uh, out of the uh, usb slot uh, kind of ricocheting around hitting a pipe cracking it and filling the room with smoke
1: be, before i love uh before this happens when pete is apologizing and saying how it's not really excited and he's like oh i'll just get zero burn and <laughs> yeah. they're, they're the it's names from hackers I, zero, zero I cool that, I and well. acid burn <laughs> yeah zero cool and acid burn to help me <laughs> uh and i love uh billy and pete both just you know being fans of the game where he's like mm-hmm. can you at least look at me and say we're in
0: uh <laughs> he does like the the movie it. frame with his uh with his two hands
1: it's <laughs> very cute. Uh, this is too creepy for Billy though. Billy's like, I'm going home. I'm a, you know, a brain scientist. Yeah. Uh, Pete picks up the dongle, uh, and moves to kind of stick it back in when helper, uh, sneaks up behind him and brains him with a wrench. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hank has a plan. Hank goes to wide whales front door, uh, tells Rocca Rocco that he's here to meet with wide whale and bargain for Serena's hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's brought a pizza, as a Peace offering and Rocco's like, You don't get this, like, you know, we're <laughs> gonna kill you. This is this, we're, we're gangsters. Uh, threatens him up against the wall and he puts the his electro uh, lance next to his genitals. He's like, I'm just gonna take care of what you got down there. Boom, nothing but taint. Uh, Love <laughs> boom, nothing but taint.
0: <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> So uh, Hank seems to take the message. He placates him saying, oh, you won't see Hank Venture again. He puts an emphasis on Hank Venture because what Rocco doesn't realize is that Hank is uh, the man of a thousand faces.
1: He loves to play. (laughs) Uh, The Order of the Triad starts their ritual in the lobby. Uh, They painted a big uh, summoning circle. Uh, I love this, where he's like, you've got it all over the nice marble. There's already a circle here. Yeah, but it wasn't like, magic. Wasn't magic. <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't magic. You know, yeah. uh, they start doing uh, this old incantation. I'm sure this is actually mm-hmm. that, that's what they do a lot in the Venture Brothers. I'm sure this is actually old magic words. Yeah. Uh, Rusty says, "Oh, great! Does this make us all Green Lanterns?" Uh, referencing the fact that Green, Green Lantern has to say a dumb little poem uh, in front of in front of his magic lamp. Is, is that true? Before he can, before, yes, dude. B- before he can suit uh, up,
0: he has to say a poem. Like yes nor no nor joke. rain nor snow nor dark of night like
1: yes uh green lantern that is how Green green lantern it's either how he recharges his ring like check this out like green lantern he's he's one of those magic ring superheroes and he's got a lantern and it either he has to say that poem in order just to use the powers or to recharge it because he's got a magic ring that need that has like a usb battery basically
0: i thought the magic ring and was it, just the like that was that was just his power like he gets it like he's a space cop right
1: He's a, well, he, that's who everyone who gets a ring is a space cop. Okay. Uh, and he is, that's what, who the green lanterns are, but he also goes to earth and fucks around and does earth stuff. Okay. Whenever he has to charge up his thing, uh, he does that little poem. That charges in that little lantern. The lantern is a battery for his, his superpower. And he has it's so dumb.
0: So it's three, three, four required components. It is him with license to use the ring. Cause I imagine if somebody else wears the ring they can't use it. Right.
1: Uh, other, I think other people can use the ring. He just found the ring. Okay. Is, so is how he got, got the power. So the first
0: one, three required components, ring lantern poem. you need all those yes. together? And then this, and then he can do a super superhero things.
1: And the poem is like the dorkiest thing in the world. And because uh, comic book fans are who they are. Uh, and I'm one of them. Like I would do this if this were my bullshit. Right. Uh, you know, even in modern comics, they'll real you know very seriously have like people recite the poem and have it played for drama. Ugh. But it's like the door. It's you know, in darkest light, in darkest night, little evil who escape our fright. Like it's all it's real silly. It sounds like something the order of the triad would make up.
0: You know, if I was the Green Lantern, just as a series, you know, you know what I would have a
1: What's
0: whole that? bunch of other like other color of lanterns that like one's evil, and then like they've all got different kind of powers, and there's like a gimmicky they one. They did that
1: really what yeah yeah that's real there there's uh yeah there's yellow lanterns and (laughs) and blue lanterns and yeah dude like your red lanterns are about anger yellow lanterns are about fear or black maybe it's black ones um or black ones might be about evil blue lanterns are about
0: like i thought black black ones were about neon colors and being groovy
1: that that would be (laughs) you put on the black lantern and chief this uh this this chief this dube yeah, yeah, Chief Chief a Um, No, there are different colored uh, lanterns. I don't. This is not. I just know this. I don't know how I know it. It's just uh-huh. osmosis, like yeah. from being comics adjacent. Okay. I think I've only read one Green Lantern comic in my life uh, yeah. and didn't particularly care for it. I just. Um,
0: I, but, I, I I have no I have no idea if it's good content. Me not knowing anything about comics and asking this stuff, but like it is fascinating to learn that all these stupid things are real.
1: <laughs> and I, I think it's fun. I I don't know if it's real. I mean, my favorite part in, we recorded Guppy last Sunday. We recorded two episodes. My favorite part was Will quizzing me. If I, how, if I could name the Star Wars movies in order, which okay. I cannot. Okay. Uh, and it was just very funny to like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what happens to that. Like, I can't remember the name of that. Uh, it made me laugh. That's so. funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, thank you for, uh, thank you for get, get, getting me up to speed on the green lantern, the most relevant oh, sure. of all yeah. of the DC
1: is not DC. Yeah, he's yeah okay. he's a DC. Guy. Okay, there we go. Uh, he's the only uh, one of their heroes that's named after an appliance. <laughs> so he's got that going for
0: him. <laughs> yeah. um. Oh man! Uh, but after this incantation, nobody turns into a Green Lantern, but the room starts freaking out. Like the haunting starts manifesting in uh, in, a, in a big way. Um you got yeah. lots, like lots of ghostly spirits, like apparitions, and this finally convinces Rusty, like he'd never seen any of the holograms you know, the actual like ghost yeah. and stuff. This is new.
1: Uh, they go over to the Brownstone where Billy has gone back home. Uh, Colonel Gentleman uh, is trying to calm down his dog. Who's barking at Kano, you know? Uh, and I love this. Like, you know, action man's like racist, racist dog. <laughs> the, the coma, you should just put it down and uh, put you down. <laughs> like <laughs> Misha's like an angel. Response. <laughs> um, the, uh, Misha steals a rib, mm-hmm. uh, Billy gets home, you know, he says he hopes they're all decent this time, which is, uh, <laughs> shuddery. Um, and, uh, there's a wee bit of dim sum for him and he can wrestle Misha for the last rib. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, uh, he says, you know, uh, you know, work was hell, all of this stuff. Uh, he's like, yeah, they, they, the computer there just keeps playing that song, you know, that song from Sharky's machine. And... One of my favorite things about this is like obviously Sharky's Machine is very important to all these characters because of Movie Night. Uh huh. You know, but I also like the idea of this world where he's just like you know that song from Sharky's Machine, and everyone's like, oh shit, of course I do. Yeah, Sharky's yes. Machine. <laughs> it's like Top Gun to me. Like I've seen it. Yeah, I know movies.
0: Yeah, an like, the, the, the area day goes by when I think of you know common cultural uh, touchstone, Sharky's Machine.
1: <laughs> Sharky's Machine. Yeah. I love Sharky's Machine. Yeah,
0: but they all get like serious looks on their face, and Colonel Gentlemen. he kind of picks up his cane like he's you know getting ready to stand up and ask some questions uh and darts rose in the neck uh which puts uh what you know which angers billy you know because his mom just got darted Uh, (laughs) um but you know colonel gentleman is all business you know rodney fetch us an uber uh not tell me (laughs) how long has rusty had the problem
1: yeah really really good cool cool uh you know mysterious mm-hmm. back in the lobby uh, all of the ghosts are here uh this is great because uh, i'm just like the the vendor legacy is so horrible that like saying who's haunting you and it's like everybody uh-huh you know um like uh there's all kinds of ghosts we we get multiple uh, different ghosts uh with these tribesmen who want their mask back um you know, there's a, they, they say that it's a, oh, they can take it. It's right there. Uh, that is not the original. However, though, D made yeah. an art class. <laughs>
0: I love Rusty firing. Who told you you could take art?
1: <laughs> yeah. The, the uh, making him take, uh, you know, certain classes here. Uh, Scamp 1 appears. Mm-hmm. Um, and hatred does this tour guide about Scamp 1 uh, being launched in a Venture rocket and being the first dog to die on the moon, <laughs> <laughs> which is not actually far at all from. Real life. Oh, no. Like, a, oh yeah. Like a, like that, that's, you know, any of the animals in space are probably the first animal to die in space. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first, the, the, the first mating pair of, uh, goldfish died in space. Yeah. 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 Yeah pretty rough uh i like this too man this is so this is so dense with jokes then we got it's all these really good. We, we get all these uh women flying by and they're on fire and screaming uh they're screaming you locked all the doors um the, yeah. <laughs> they're uh the victims of the great venture millinery fire
1: <laughs> yeah uh, which is triangle which is, shirtwaist fire yeah it's it's it's, it's uh, a it's a, it's a
0: takeoff on the triangle shirtwaist. yeah like you said um but uh but but hatred he says you know he goes into his uh the deadly bays began in the attic when a dumpster full of felt Traps was struck by a zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> so much. That's, that's so like good. That tiny is stuff. That, that, that is that that is so well composed as a joke.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's re- it's really good. Uh and Orpheus is just being like, I love the idea of like, oh, this isn't the actual thing that's haunting us now. No. You know, no. these uh so he's trying to get rid of them all. He's a like, go to the light or don't. I don't care. Just mm-hmm. like you're not the people I'm exercising now. Yeah. Uh, he does a, a big Hulk clap. And makes all the spirits disappear, uh, getting rid of those and leaving us with the true haunting of the problem light Yeah. Uh, lights up, and we
0: I hang around.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, bringing us back to our motif here.
0: Yeah, um, I love, I love how both of like both Rusty and Orpheus are right. Like it
1: is, yeah. it,
0: it is like a, a a biotechnical haunting that is going on. It's real good. Ghost glitch. Yeah, yeah. Very um, sweet. <laughs> But, uh, back over in a uh, wide Whale's uh, office, he's sitting there, uh, and he hears some rustling outside of his door. All of his bodyguards are knocked out. Uh, Hank, when he is, when he is playing as, uh, Enrico Matassa, remember from the, uh, from the Dunwich, uh, insane asylum episode, he's a fucking badass is what he is.
1: I, I'm very like he is. So yes. <laughs> however everyone knows what he's doing and wide whale very specifically doesn't shoot him because he knows who he is yeah like he's a badass he didn't win this though like if this were a serious threat wide whale would just immediately execute him mm-hmm. you know uh he's just letting the kid play yeah but like, like he's kind of a badass it's just also a miracle he doesn't get summarily executed oh true
0: but when i say when i say that unrico is a badass he still managed to take out these fulgur and men body carts.
1: yeah yeah, he managed, he did the old poison pizza and succeeded at the old poison pizza.
0: Oh, I didn't read that as poison no. pizza. I read that as him not, knocking him out.
1: Okay. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, he gave him the pizza, and then they show them eating the pizza.
0: Oh, uh, for, okay. and
1: then they all pass out and then later they have uh in the next episode mm-hmm. i think they yeah they have the up where it's like oh the guys got pizza they're probably not going to save any for us the, the guys who are still awake
0: oh okay so no, he I drugged didn't. them that's that, that's yeah. that's one of those things of like taking notes as i get real focused in on like sequentially trying to capture everything i don't i don't necessarily catch those things that are distributed like that
1: okay yeah no worries it's uh yeah but yeah he uh he drugged the pizza yes um, and he does the, uh, you know, wide away, like, you know, I am Enrico Matassa, uh, Neil's you know, saying this is to show you how effective I am. This is mm-hmm. my audition.
0: Yes. He wants uh, to work,
1: you know, playing playing the trope.
0: Yeah. He wants yeah. to, uh, wants to be a part of the family. Um, yes. cut back over to the lobby or if he is, you know, leads everybody up to the problem. Uh, you know, the big box with the red light, uh, and helper roll <laughs> rolls out in combat mode. God, every time
1: helper just like opens up and has tons of <laughs> like miscellaneous guns and blow torches. <laughs> <His blades laughs> His going it's around. really good.
0: Just, I love, I love him as like a, like a very just unfocused inspector gadget.
1: Uh, <laughs> it, it really makes me want a, uh, adventure brothers style, uh, sides growing beat him up like the Scott Pilgrim game. Uh huh. You know, where you, you can you can play as Brock, but you can also play as like Enrico Matassa and he's mm-hmm. more agile and, and ties people up and you can play as helper. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like that'd be really great. Big roster. Give yeah. me give me Venture Brothers Smash Brothers. <laughs> like yeah. surely versus Helper. Let's do it.
0: Let's do it. Let's let's finally settle this grudge match. Uh yeah. but uh you know Orpheus is like, "Oh, he's the devil's concubine. You know, he's possessed, <laughs> right?" Uh but Rusty yeah. shuts him down with his watch like, "Oh, he's just a machine. We, we can we can deal with the glitch." This.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh Jefferson uh you know they say like, "Hey, you know, did bring you this the pry bar of Saint Gizland or whatever." Uh but he left it in the blood vessel. <laughs> uh so he starts prying open the problem uh, tank with a sword and old team venture runs in, uh, trying to stop them. Like, you know, stop that. But the front panel comes off revealing what's inside, which is the head of Jonas venture mm-hmm. uh, kept alive by this machine. This is uh similar to the Android from alien.
0: Yes. Uh, the, uh, like the yeah. weird little, like, um, uh, gosh, what is it? Butt beads kind of hanging down from the middle like, from yes. the spine. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, it's a, uh, it's extremely creepy. Like his face just kind of, uh, just slack you know, sitting in there and this is for real. This isn't a fake out. Like with the sovereign, no, this is actually, yeah. this is
1: actually Jonas's head. Yep. Uh, we cut back over to, uh, wide whale who has Enrico and he's like, you know, if you want to join the family, that's serious. Um, you know, there's no going back. So you have to prove your loyalty. You have to do this one thing. Uh, and they goes into the pool room. Uh, he asks if he's going to baptize him, but no, uh, the monarch is saying at the end of it, be not been tied to a chair. Wide Whale hands him a gun and says, kill this asshole. Uh, what, that would have been a great uh, cliffhanger for this as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, lo- I love uh, the way these two episodes are presented. Mm-hmm. Um, the sequencing is perfect. Like, they are a Rashomon thing, like, two, you know, happening concurrently. Yeah. But uh, not seeing the other plot and just having this be a reveal really works. Yes. For me. Uh, yeah. I think this is a great moment.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you know it, it dangles this, and then it answers the question, right? Like, okay, we get yep. a whole episode showing how we get there. It is the the way that this is plotted is extremely good. They did, yeah, they did great work.
1: Yeah. Uh, so back in the venture tower, Billy confirms like Jonas is still alive. Uh, his nervous system has wired itself to the building system and it even has a makeshift digestive system, uh, that's been sucking out nutrient from Vernon, ver- nutrients from vermin. Yes. Uh, thus, you know, that cockroach from earlier.
0: Yeah. And a whole bunch of rats at the bottom. <laughs> like I love yeah. Al saying, Oh, great source of protein, zero net carbs, <laughs> Again, zero yeah, just, net carbs, just rat juice, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh rusty is is upset and we get emotional rusty twice, yeah you know because this is his dad like it even though he's got this hard shell this obviously matters yeah he's like why did you hide this from me that my dad was still alive <laughs> uh you know and it like in within the problem and Colonel gentleman's like it's not a problem it's the problem yeah uh you know progressive biological life extension module uh and we get this exposition yeah you know uh Jonas Venture Sr. said if he anything ever had happened to him, they'd stick his body in the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we never expected it to go off. No, nope. you know, we did. We stuck did that. Nothing really happened. So we're just like, OK, you know, it didn't work.
0: Yeah. Whatever. You know, so we never brought it up because the light never came on. And Dean's about yep. to say, actually, he <laughs> just covers his mouth like, nope, not important.
1: <laughs> that's very good uh in terms of retcon so like in careers in science you know when we thought it was the melted toy soldiers mm-hmm. uh that did all this and then they clean them off and then the the stinger for that the button is they leave and the light goes back on mm-hmm. if, uh, if you recall and that ends up not being a thing because later in uh guess who's coming to state dinner you know it yeah. crashes uh, or crashes after that and bud strong you know gets out all that stuff yeah uh but they, it was never they told us way back in season one it wasn't the plastic mm-hmm. you know because they fix it yeah or, do, or does light come back on because of urine i yeah <laughs> I no, the, the,
0: they, yeah, the, the, yeah the light comes back on because of urine they they, they pull the they, they pull the melted cowboy and then it's his uh his his, his piss his piss soaked uh or sorry pissful uh space suit uh, kind of tips yes. over and a bunch of urine falls on the uh, on the panel, making the light
1: come back on. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, but now we know mm-hmm. that didn't make the light come on. It wasn't the urine.
0: It was unrelated. It's got nothing to do with piss. Yeah.
1: It's got nothing to do with piss. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> were, were, you, were you teeing that up? <laughs> no, okay. it's it's really applicable though. <laughs> like, gotta start the the Twitter account the Venture Brothers Cross. I think you should leave. <laughs> This guy, you know, just showed a problem like that's got nothing to do with this. <laughs>
0: that right. would make that would make forty people very happy
1: if yeah. they even saw it. <laughs> yeah, like forty people worldwide. Yep. <laughs> 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 um. Oh my gosh. Uh
0: but yeah, you know, just to, to explain, see it never never came back on, yeah, even though it did. This is interrupted when Jonas's voice booms over the PA, you know, rusty. Uh and so we're in the so we're in season seven. The swearing is unbleeped, uh, at least on yep. Hulu. Uh I don't like that obviously yeah. That's the find, bleeps, is funny, bleeps are funny bleeps bleeps are funnier to me i don't think that arrested yeah. development would be uh would be uh funnier if, if we heard him say uh i've got the worst fucking attorneys i like yeah. it as i've got the worst bleeping attorneys there's just something about that delivery call
1: me old-fashioned i love swearing but yeah well yeah, all of that stuff is funnier like censored bars are funnier as well yes. like somebody running out with their ding dong mm-hmm you know, like it's funnier to see a, sen- a big sensor bar and imagine what's there.
0: The big dangling like, sensor use- bar in Borat.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the big exactly. Or the the gigantic uh fuzzed out dick in The Simpsons <laughs> in Flanders is showering. <laughs> you know, Down past his see me. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh and, and you can do you can do a flopper uh uh-huh. as comedy. Yeah. Like the new the Kids of the Hall reboot uses male nudity very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've ever wanted to see Kevin McDonald's penis, you get to. And <laughs> you know, hell yes, right? Like, yeah, why not? You know, uh, I, I I probably just sold a bunch of Amazon Prime subscriptions <laughs> even just saying that just now. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's good. It, mm-hmm. You can use it for comedy. It's not inherently funnier than the black bar, though. Yes. Just like <laughs> you can use a swear for comedy, mm-hmm. but it's not inherently funnier than the bleep. In yes. this case, the bleep would be better.
0: Yeah. Uh, but we're going to be we're going to be hearing that throughout the rest of this. But, you know, is like, fuck, you know, and we get like this long look. You know, he's looking at his dad's, you know, half alive, half dead head in this machine, you know, kind of emotionally. Mm-hmm. And we think this is going to be a big moment. But then who comes who <laughs> comes to interrupt things? Uh, but Pete uh, looking like he's been through hell.
1: Yes, uh very upset. They try to stop him a little bit, but he's uh, you know, hellbent. He runs up with an axe and severs. He's like, "We are being haunted, and here's the source of the hack. Or being hacked. Mm-hmm. Here's the source of the hack." Uh and severs the spine. Yeah. Uh with an axe here, uh and it starts freaking out. Um energy blows everyone away. Uh the Uber driver who had busted through into the lobby through the glass doors takes <laughs> off. Uh, And the building starts to shake and vibrate here. And Orpheus, uh, using his psychic powers, determines, like, he's trying to run away. (laughs) Uh, And then that's our our lack of a button. We just get a to be continued. Yes. Only time that's happened, I think. Yeah. And I I think it's actually okay in this case. Yeah, yeah. You know? So. Um, Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. That it is. It's a good-ass episode. Yeah. It's not as, I think the next episode is jokier. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what, like it is a little bit better in terms of jokes, but it's, this episode is very like, it's the stuff that I think Jackson's really good at, which is like very efficiently putting stuff into place. Yes. And doing situations I think that are sometimes not always the funniest, but are like fun. Mm-hmm. You know, all the horror stuff in this is just very fun. Yes. It's not, you know, a joke, mm-hmm. but it's real fun to, to spend time with.
0: Yeah. It's nice. It's creative. It's a change of pace um and it's cool to see their ideas again i like this um i like this biomechanical haunting uh kind of angle uh mm-hmm. you know where both rusty and orpheus are right and also something that is kind of true of the series in general that i that has really stuck out over the course of the uh the show rusty like the ventures are not actually in focus that much in the show <laughs> you know, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, it, it, really came through in season six with the way it was structured, you know, cutting back and forth all the time, having just an episode that is focused on, that is focused on rusty, you know, even with the, uh, the order, order of the triad here is, is nice. It's cool to get to spend time with these characters uninterrupted by pulling away to other stuff. Not that the other stuff it, is it, bad. It's just, you know, they tend to be yeah. backgrounded a lot.
1: Well, it, it's something, you know, even if it's not bad, I, I, like, for me, at least, I still have a preference. Yes. Like, I want... I like the Venture family and one of their adjacent groups. Yes. Like, I like the Ventures playing off Pete and Billy, or the Ventures playing off the Triad, mm-hmm. or the Ventures even playing off the Monarch, but I want the Ventures there, because those are my favorite characters on the show. Yes. You know? And I, I'm interested in guild politics, I'm interested in all of that stuff, mm-hmm. but I always like it through a Venture frame. Yes. Yes. Um, and, uh, so it's really nice. And you get old team venture in there like this, this episode, you get, uh, the venture family playing off of all of their, you know, all their satellites supporting cast. Yeah. Like old team venture, Pete and Billy order the triad, all their people who show up, Mm -hmm. get it, get a highlight here. It ends up making it a really good episode. Agreed. Yeah. Very encouraging. Um, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, we will be back in a week for the Oracle affair. Um, if you have, uh, thoughts about season seven, we'll put out that call and that'll be your time to do final series, mm-hmm. uh, kind of wrap up stuff. Cause you know, the movie's coming, but, uh, you know, we don't know when. And if you like this show and you want to support us, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash duckfeed TV. Yeah.
0: Uh, you get bonus, uh, content uh, not of this show, but like whole other bonus shows. So if you like horror stuff. Um, you know, if you like rats flowing out of a, uh, a robot's mouth and whatnot, we've got a whole show at $5 called unfilmable. It's a monthly show about mm-hmm. horror movies. Uh, we do a show about, uh, we've got a whole uh, show about Elden ring right now, bonfire side mm-hmm. chat. You can listen to that. Um, and, uh, most of all, you help out your voice. You know, we do this. Uh, this is our job and, uh, we appreciate everybody who has given, Yeah. uh,
1: I- yeah, uh, and uh, I think that's basically about it. I was going to say something, but I realized it's better for off the air. I think so. Uh, so we'll talk about it the little secret. <laughs> um, everybody, just get a uh, you know get excited about that. Um, until next time, go, go team, team, team venture. venture.